Today we want to uh, at least engage ourselves in part one of part two. This particular uh, study that we're going through, One Family Under God, this morning uh, we are going to deal with um, the whole issue of why husbands need to align themselves under the authority of God's word. Ladies, this may not be totally about you, but that doesn't mean that you all can take a nap. Amen? And you may find yourself in a situation where you think, well, this doesn't apply to me because I'm not in this situation, but someday it may. And you might want to pay attention to because not only do... Husbands need to align themselves under the authority of God's word. But we all do. Everything must filter through the word of God. And and so that's the purpose this morning that we want to share with you concerning why. Let's pray together. Father, Even this morning, as the instruments were playing, as the veterans came up front, we, we are again recognizing, as Charlotte played for us, a theme of your great love. You so loved the world that you gave the greatest gift of all. Not only did you give this gift of your son, the Lord Jesus Christ, but in that gift, there was an extra bonus. Your word says that whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. And so it was more than just giving to this world. It was determining a place to be able to live eternally. And that's because, Lord God, you gave. That you so loved. And it's my pleasure this morning and my privilege, Lord, to stand before these individuals whom you've called to yourself. To open your word. To be able to expound some things that I trust will be helpful and useful in their lives. Our families are under attack. The definition of family has been altered to include most anything. Husbands and wives and children are spinning sometimes out of control because they don't understand what it is to be aligned with your word. And so God, I pray that your words would be my words. Your thoughts would be my thoughts. And that by the power of your Holy Spirit, you will plant into the hearts and lives of everyone here today a determination of what it is to follow after you. 
There can be no greater joy, and nor can there be any greater reward than walking with the Savior. So you, O oh Lord, open our eyes that we may see, our ears that we may hear, our hearts that we may believe, and our lives that we may be changed. You be exalted in all that we say and do this day. And it is for your honor and for your glory that we ask these things. Amen. A few weeks ago, in fact, I think it might even be a few months ago, when I took my vehicle to a, a friendly mechanic. He mentioned the fact that one of my tires was not wearing properly. He said it's a pretty good indication that your vehicle is out of line. And in order to correct that, it it takes more than just putting on four tires. Oh, good Lord, have mercy. Because if you don't align the vehicle, it'll soon wear those tires out too. You see, the evidence of not being in line vehicle-wise is your tires will, will show it. They will reveal to you that something is wrong. And this morning, I wanted to share with you that that also works in a family. Husbands and wives are, are being worn out. Because something is not in line. Children are being worn out because something just isn't in line. And so this morning as we begin to embark upon this theme of one family under God, I want to focus on alignment. In fact... If husbands are not purposely pursuing the love of God, they will never know what it is to fully love their wife. If if a wife is not purposely pursuing what it is to respect the Lord, they'll never know what it is to fully respect their husband. If children are not purposely pursuing what it is to obey the Lord, they will never be able to know what it is to fully obey their parents. If singles are not purposely pursuing what it is to be satisfied with the things of the Lord, they will never know what it is to be satisfied with the Lord And what he has for them either in marriage or singleness. For the family to flourish, the family needs to know and understand, obey, and be satisfied with being under God's ordained alignment. And of his authority and his will. And so this morning, I want to share with you four issues, 
for reasons, if you will. For husbands to be aligned under the rules of God for the protection of our families. And the reason I start with the husbands is because that's where God started. He took dirt, remember? Us guys, we're, we're from dirt. He, he made it and then he breathed into it life. Named him Adam. And then gave him a chore. You all remember that from Genesis chapter 1 and 2. God started with the man, so we might as well start there too. Ladies, if you look over and your husband is doing one of these things, either he's agreeing with what I'm saying or he needs to be jabbed in the ribs. I'll let you make that, that choice. But the first thing we want to look at and what has happened to our families is there is a painful experience of the breakdown of families. I really believe that our whole society has come under the condition that it is is because the family has been being attacked. You see, you might remember that that's how God works. God established the family for the purpose of expanding his kingdom on this earth. He destined that it was by a family that there should be multiplication of children. Twice that was the command. The first one was to Adam and Eve. The second was to Noah and his family. Multiply, replenish the earth for the purpose of the glory of God and in establishing, if you will, principles of his kingdom on this earth. So the family has been becoming, if you will, the attack mode. It's in the crosshairs of the forces of darkness because the forces of darkness know that if he can destroy the family, he can destroy the church. And if he can destroy the church, then he can destroy the society, the community. And if he can destroy the society and the community, then he can destroy the state. And if he can destroy the state, then he can get to the country. And I want to tell you something. He's been doing a pretty good job. And it's time that the church and families get back under the alignment of God. That's the painful thing that our society is suffering the effects of the, un, the disalignment of families. And it doesn't take long for you to see that being played out day by day, moment by moment. You don't even need to watch the TV. You know, I mean, you can read it in the paper and you can see it on the streets. And that's why I, I really feel that we need to begin with husbands. Why? Well, we're held accountable, gentlemen. Whether we like it or not, we are held accountable for our position in the family. 
We are responsible. And in fact, we are so responsible that we need to come under the kingdom authority, God's authority. You might remember that the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3, he, he makes this statement when he says, Christ is the head of every man. And that verse continues on because what it does is it sets for us the parameters of God's authority. It says God, Christ, man, and woman. That is the authority alignment that God has established in his word. No wonder in Genesis chapter 3, Satan didn't go visit Adam. He made a call to Eve because he wanted to get the alignment unaligned. It was Eve whom he first engaged a question, hath God really said? And as we looked at that passage a couple of weeks ago, we realized fully that I believe Adam was standing right there and he didn't say a word. And that's why in the word of God, specifically in in the book of Romans, it tells us because of that, all of mankind came under sin by the sin of one man. Now, before you men think that you would have lasted or you wouldn't have done what Adam did, I'm here to tell you, no, you'd have done it faster. You'd have done it faster. But all along, the evil one has been trying to unalign God's purpose. And so we need to come back under the alignment of God's authority. He's established himself, God, as the primary authority giver. Remember his his name in in Genesis chapter 2. Lord God, supreme ruler, supreme creator of all that there is. And so God has established in, in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 3. First it's God, then it's Christ, then it's man, and then it's woman. Now ladies, before you get all flustered, that doesn't mean that you're not important. Can I get an amen from the men in the congregation? They are very, you are joint heirs of the grace of God. That alignment does not mean that you are of anything less than The one before you. Other than God and Christ. Amen. But it is the proper order that God has determined in his authority. And we need to get back there. In fact, one individual writes it this way. To ask a woman 
to submit to a man who is out of alignment under God and Christ is to ask that she submit to something other than God, which she should never do. Men bear a responsibility to align themselves under God before they can even ask their wives to align themselves under them. The word of God is not just interesting, but it's a timely thing. I want you to turn to Exodus chapter 34. You all kind of wonder, where are we going with this passage? Exodus chapter 34. In order for the family to enjoy God's covenantal protection, we must do something. In Exodus chapter 34, we'll be reading verse 23 and 24. Notice what it says. Three times in a year, all your men shall appear before the Lord, the Lord God of Israel. For I will cast out the nations before you and enlarge your borders. Neither will any man covet your land when you go up to appear before the Lord your God three times in the year. This refers to God's requirement for the men of Israel to make a trip to Jerusalem to, if you will, partake in three annual pilgrim feasts. The Feast of Passover, Pentecost, and the Feast of Booths. And by doing so, They were obeying God and acknowledging his sovereign rule over their lives. But before we move too quickly, I want you to notice something in this passage. We should ask ourselves the question, what about the wives and the children that are left behind? Who's going to protect them? Who's going to watch over the crops? Who is going to be in charge of the situation? To to look at this passage in Exodus chapter 34 and to think of the society that they were in, this doesn't seem to be A very well thought out plan by God. The men are to leave their families and their crops and their authority behind and come under the authority of God by meeting with him. Especially in an agrarian society as these Israelites were. Who's going to take in the crops? That's supposed to be the man's job. Who's going to protect the family? That's supposed to be the man's job. Who's supposed to be an authority? That's supposed to be the man's job. But notice what will happen. 
If these men of Israel come three times a year and willingly put themselves under the authority of God, notice what God will do. Verse 24. For I will cast out nations from before you. I'll protect you. I'll protect your family. Not only that, neither will any man covet your land when you go up to appear before the Lord during the three times of those years. Don't worry about your crops. Don't worry about your family. I'll protect you. No one's going to want to have what you have. Because you willingly came and placed yourself under my authority. I'll protect you. In order to be rewarded by God's blessing of the covenantal, if you will, of the marriage, which the marriage is a covenant. It's not a ceremony. It's a covenant between God and mankind. In order to reap the full benefits of that, God says, you place yourself under me and I'll take care of you and everything that you got. That is what God would want us to do. In other words, God is saying, if you will align yourself under my authority, I'll take care of the rest. And we like to say it in our terms, I got you covered. I'll take care of it. But the problem is, is that Sometimes there's the false claim of headship. But Satan wants men to claim leadership without being under the headship of God. Us men, we we have this thing within us that we declare that if our If our wives and our children aren't doing what I want them to do, well, then they're the problem. But I'm here to tell you this morning that maybe their actions are in response to your actions. The husbands, if you will place yourself under the authority and align yourself under the guise of the scriptures... And what God says for us to be, pretty soon, your wife and your children will fall into place. For a wife to really understand what it is to respect her husband, submit to her husband, Ephesians chapter 5, we'll get there. They need to see that reflected in their husbands as we subject ourselves to God in everything. Probably the best way to to know and understand if if a husband and a father 
is under the headship of God or is, he, or is he under a false headship is something like this. Does the individual bring the word of God into situations of family? Or is he just dictating the way it's got to be? Huge difference. Huge difference. The best thing a man can do in leading his home and cultivating his marriage is to do this. Ask this question. What is the mind of Christ in this situation? And in order to understand the mind of Christ, you've got to be willing to be under the head of Christ. And the willingness to be under the head of Christ is to align yourself under the authority of God's word. To know the mind of Christ is to know the word of Christ. And to follow the word of Christ in every situation. One of the things that a woman's greatest needs is, is the need for security. They need to know. A woman needs to feel safe. That is why she'll continually come to her husband and say the most glorious words, hold me. She's not asking for a sexual favor. She's asking for a willing heart to just hold her, to protect her, to comfort her, to give to her the place that she so rightly deserves. But a husband can only do that if they are under the authority of God's word. Marriage is a covenantal union put in place to demonstrate God's sovereignty within the proper adherence to God's ordained alignment. It's Christ under God, men under Christ, and women under men. Don't get that unaligned because if you do pretty soon you're going to need four new tires keep it lined up next week lord willing we're going to be looking at how do you do that guys how do you do that ladies do not let your husband sleep in next sunday how do we do that we understand why we need to do that. How do we do that? We'll go to a very familiar passage of scripture and we'll dive in and walk with the Spirit to realize how can we love and live 
with our wives in a God-honoring way. Can we pray this morning? Thank you, Father. Thank you for your word, the promise of your word. That if we as husbands, fathers, if we would place ourselves under your authority, your promises is that you'll take care of everything. And I thank you that your promises are true and faithful. And that, Lord God, you will receive the glory in our families, in our church, our community, our state, and yes, even in our nation. If only we align ourselves with what you have for us. May that be our passion, our purpose, our desire to honor you. Now thank you, Lord God, in your name. Amen.